Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The workday is done. Now, kick back, pop a top, and catch up with your Houston teams. This is the Nightcap with Ross Villarreal. Six oh two in the PM here on the Sports Talk Seven Eddie. Hello and welcome in to the Nightcap. Ross Villarreal with you for the next hour. At 713-212-5790. You can also send your tweets to at SportsRV and at Joe George Radio. As we got a number of things to talk about, but topic A today has got to be the Chicago Bears winning. No, probably not. Sorry, Joe. I know you got, you got excited for a second, didn't you? I, I, a little I concerned, think, actually. You were like, is, is he okay? Is he concussed? No, I'm not playing with a concussion today. Uh, there are a number of ways to go. Obviously, you had the Texans and their loss on Thursday. Uh, oh, my God. The Baltimore Ravens and what they did to the Cleveland Browns winning 38-6 to and Lamar Jackson, who everybody talks about how he was a runner last year. He also led the entire NFL in passing touchdowns. And, well, I'm going to predict he will have – a number of passing touchdowns against the Texans this coming up Sunday. So uh, they're looking good. The Texans, not so much. We'll see how that goes going forward. And then, of course, the Rockets in their unceremonious end of the season, losing in five, game to the, five games to the Los Angeles Lakers on Saturday. And it was a tough one to stomach. 119 to 96, the final. Uh, it showed a little bit of fight. In the first quarter, after getting down 33 to 11, I mean, they're missing layups like crazy. The Lakers just shooting through three quarters of that game, 60% from three. Uh, The Rockets just didn't have it, obviously. You can't put this one on James Harden. He started off like 11 of 15 from the field, ended up with 12 of 20 with 30 points. And you look at the entirety of the series. He averaged more points per game than anybody else in the entire series. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Not good. And then now, of course, Mike D'Antoni has made it known. There was the Woj bomb, what was it, yesterday or the day before, that he is not going to be returning. That is Mike D'Antoni to the Houston Rockets. He's informed them that he is not going to be there. He's informed them he's a free agent, and he will not be returning to the team. In my mind, that means he's already got an offer, right? Is 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 Mike D'Antoni already going to be the Philadelphia 76ers head coach? Are we getting that announcement soon? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, because they're already saying that him and Billy Donovan are going to interview for that job. Okay. There are reports that he's going to be the Pacers' next head coach. Mm, who reported that? I heard that he was... I'm trying to remember who I saw that from. I thought it was Keith, Keith Pompey, but that'd be the 76ers. So okay. It would have been someone else, but... I mean, I don't know. Like, there's so many jobs available right now. Honestly, if I'm Mike D'Antoni, I know where I'm going. And maybe it's because maybe he won't take it because of loyalty to Alvin Gentry. But I want the Pelicans job. I would take that one certainly over Indiana. I mean, look, I like Indiana. I like their talent base. But I like Victor Oladipo. And, and I like uh, Miles Turner, I guess. Yeah, Demata Sabonis is a good player. Yep. But you're in Indiana. I mean, 
who's the biggest free agent signing in the history of Indiana Pacers basketball? Dale Davis or something? I don't even know. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't want to stay there long term. Philly, to me, makes a lot of sense. And maybe they are going to interview both Billy Donovan and, and, and Mike D'Antoni. I had not heard that report. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, but I, I would imagine he would at least want to play the game a little bit with the Rockets and Tillman or, or try to get weigh some offers unless he had something concrete on the table. Or maybe he's just completely finished with Russell Westbrook and James Harden and it's time to move on. I think as he's finished with Tillman. Do you, I was going to say Darryl, that. Do you like, think there's a little bad blood? On them. Well, I don't think it was Daryl's fault. I think Tillman was the sure, one that didn't want to f- sign him long term. I think because that's how the game is played in the NBA. I, I, you know, Tillman, I understand where both sides are coming from. Tillman Fertitta is saying, hey, I'm from the restaurant business. We don't pay people to be uh, give them guaranteed money when we might want to fire them and we might want to go in a, in a different direction. And the, in the regular business world, you don't really do that. You don't end up paying two guys to do the same job, which is what's going to happen if there were a situation where Tillman didn't want to keep him long term. You fire the coach and then you just got to pay him more money. Like the Rockets were paying at one point, were they paying like three coaches or something like that? I think it was, it was like, like four. It was like Kevin McHale and Bickerstaff, and I don't even know what the hell else they were doing. So, I mean, you, you just don't want to be in that situation because it's just a sunk cost. So, I understand where Tillman is coming from, and I understand where Mike D'Antoni and, and his agent. I can't remember his name, but Matt Thomas was talking about earlier. The guy who's the agent for basically seventy-five uh, percent of NBA coaches. I understand where they're coming from. That they want to. They've created this idea where you don't want to be on a lame duck contract, et cetera. And so they they put they drew a line in the sand, and neither side balked. And maybe there's bad blood there. Maybe Mike D'Antoni doesn't want to be back because of that. Or maybe he's just not happy with the talent, and he doesn't see a whole lot of future in this team. I mean, because I mean, looking at this roster right now. It where is the room for them to get much better? Where is the you had James Harden saying, "Hey, we're one piece away. We're one piece away." Okay, where's that piece, and where is it going to come from? James Harden, forty million plus next year. Russell Westbrook, forty million plus. Eric Gordon going to be closing in on twenty. Robert Covington at twelve million. PJ Tucker at eight million. So that's what, like one hundred eighteen million dollars. What's the salary cap going to even be at? It's probably going to be right at that. And then what else you have under contract is going to be, I mean, you're just going to have to pay other guys peanuts. You're going to have to hope for the best off of, I mean, some reclamation project. I, is Bruno Caboclo going to come up here and and be a, and be the next superstar for the Rockets? Because because that was the, wasn't he the guy that Fran Fischilla said like two years away from being two years away? That was like six years ago. So he, hopefully he's not two years away from being two more years away. I don't know. I don't know where the Rockets are going to go. And, and now... Mike D'Antoni is not their head coach. What's going to happen in the offseason? Is Daryl Morey going to remain the general manager? And, and most importantly, who is going to be the next head coach for the Houston Rockets? Is it going to be Tyron Lue? Does Tyron Lue excite? Why, what is this, why is Tyron Lue's name getting floated around for NBA jobs all over the place? I mean, outside People of, must respect him. I guess. For doing what? What, did he seem like a brilliant coaching mind when he was winning with the Cavaliers and then LeBron left and they won like 18 games or something like that? I mean, I didn't think so, but the cover was so bare when LeBron left that I'm not really going to blame it on him. But I mean, I think I think you have to look at like what happened in Brooklyn and say like all that really matters is do these guys want to be coached by their coach? And yeah. it was the same thing with LeBron, right? LeBron, LeBron kept firing coaches basically single-handedly in Cleveland. He nearly pushed out Eric Spolstra in Miami like if these guys don't want to play for a coach, they don't play for a coach. So if if Harden and Westbrook are staying, and they want 
Ty Lue, and they are saying, we're going to listen to Ty Lue. We're going to follow Ty Lue's lead. I think that's why his name is brought up like this. Yeah. I, it's I, like an internal thing. It's not... But honestly, I don't... Say like, I don't feel like... You know how, like, in the NFL, Ross, like, we know who the next head coaches are a lot of times? Mm-hmm. Like, we know Eric Bieniemy. We knew about Kyle Shanahan. We kind of knew about Sean McVay. I don't feel like it's like that in the NBA. Like, I don't know who... Like, Wes hey, Unsell uh, Jr. has been talked about for years. Sam Cassell has been talked about for years. Like, it just feels like they don't make the jump. It's more of a retread league or something totally different that we don't expect. Uh, and, yeah. like, that's what Ty Lue is to me. I mean, Charles Lee has been working with Mike Budenholzer. He's thought of as a guy who's going to be a candidate. There are another, other guy, another a number of other guys, he said easily. Uh, I mean, Kenny Atkinson, I guess. Please know Jason Kidd or Mark Jackson. Can I just say that right now? Then well, you know, the, of them Mark Jackson's me. clearly pining for the Rockets job. Oh gosh! I mean, when 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 Russell Westbrook is playing terrible basketball and Coach D'Antoni, for some reason, like this is where like I disagree with him in the playoffs, puts Russ back in the game, and it's like why he's been awful. Mark Jackson goes, "Oh, this is going to give the Rockets an edge." <laughs> Come on, dude! Like, beg for a job any harder. And well, I want to say, it just seemed like Jeff Van Gundy was kind of angling for the Rockets' job on the like all this commentary. Yeah. They're like pumping the Rockets are getting their asses pasted in this series, and then the whole time Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson are slurping all it over sounded, the Rockets. It sounded like a job like, interview. I was like, is Jeff Van Gundy angling for the Rockets' job? I mean, he's talking about how uh, like Daniel House Jr. is like he's an all-star or something like this. And and we know that Van Gundy lives in Houston. Is that going to be the name? Because we don't know, right? We we know that Les Alexander loved splashy moves and he loved big names. Is Tillman Fertitta going to be the same way? How is he going to operate this business? And and this is obviously the biggest offseason in his tenure as the new owner of the Houston Rockets. Where is he going to go with this? Are you going to stay the course with Daryl Morey? And what's going to happen with the head coaching hire? We'll see. I mean, I, look, what are the sexy names? Is it is it Ty Lue? Who is the sexiest name? Is it Jeff Van Gundy? We'll see. I mean, he's now. Na- I think you want. Th- like, he's national prominence. He's been here before. He uh, people know his name. I think if you're getting a hundred people on the street who are not even necessarily sports fans, the name's got to be Jeff Van Gundy, right? I think the number one like sexy hire. You want people to talk about the Rockets hire like the way they talked about the Brooklyn hire with Steve Nash. Take a guy off TV. Chauncey Billups? Nope. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's uh, bald though. Kendrick Perkins. Nope. He's bald still. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. No, no, no. You're I'm you're on the wrong television show, Ross. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Shannon Sharp. Nope. Uh, f- Not Skip it. Wolf Blitzer. The Jet. <laughs> Kenny the Jet Smith? I mean... No, thank you. I'm just saying, Ross. No, like, thank you. I don't think that's who they should hire, but like, you want a name that's going to catch attention and Rockets fans are going to love it and people are going to say, wow, this is such an outside-the-box move. We see him when he runs up to the big board and he's calling out plays on TNT and we love the way he handles it oh, with is, Shaq is he and Chuck. Do, will he run up and do Kenny's pictures at halftime like in, the, lo- in so. the locker room? They're going to get like a big screen across the wall and Kenny's going to like run up to the wall during... Yeah. Yeah. Half time, like, hey James, you can't do this. I mean, like, 
I don't think it's a great idea. Yeah, me but either. I could. You could <sighs> sell me on Kenny the Jet Smith no, as the next on. coach no, of the thank Rockets. You. He's got zero coaching experience. I guess neither did Steve Nash, but I'm wary of that hire. Or Ty Lue, or Mark Jackson, or oh. Steve Kerr. It's kind of the pattern right now Kenny as you bring Atkinson? in someone yeah. without experience. Kenny. Okay. Well, Ty Lue was at least an assistant with the Cavs when he got he came in as interim guy, right? Uh, I think you're right. All right. Well. All right. Well, great. Now I'm just in a bad mood. I mean, I could. I don't think he's gonna be the next guy, but I will say it was. I totally get it. it was time to move on from Mike D'Antoni. It was a good run here. I like him as a head coach. The Rockets, in my mind, he should be a championship coach in 2018. I will go to my grave saying that. But time to move on from Mike D'Antoni. Who should the next head coach of the Houston Rockets be? If you want to get in, seven one three two one two five seven ninety seven one three two one two five seven ninety. The nightcap with you till seven o'clock. We got to talk about that football action all over the place. And uh, Joe, later on the show, we will be laying the 2019-20 Rockets to rest. So we will have the Rockets funeral coming up later here on the Nightcap Short Break here. Don't go anywhere. From Red Nation Rally. And the Rockets score the final eight. To crush City Comeback. And the Astros win it at the bottom of the night. This is Sports Talk 790, your home for your home teams. Nightcap continues here on Sports Talk 790. Ross Vierreal with you. 713-212-579. The phone number 713-212-5790. NFL football is on. That feels good to say. No, it doesn't, Ross. Why not? Because I got money on this game, and they botched a punt return. Oh, yeah, they already muffed a punt. I feel like the entire world is on the Steelers in this game. What was the line? Uh, like minus eight. I just took him straight up just to make oh, sure I win another bet. You money lined it. Well, let's see how this goes. Uh, Giants take a three nothing lead. Uh, they should have been aggressive and gone for it on fourth down. Fourth down. But I think the Steelers obviously do have uh, a great defense there. But yes, a muffed Deontay Johnson punt. That's not negative in uh, in fantasy, right? Uh, and the Steelers now trail the New York Giants three to nothing. But I, I just think the Steelers are going to be great. They have they have all the defensive tools. You get Roethlisberger back. They're really talented at the skill positions. Uh, I think big things are going to be happening for the Steelers. I don't know if they're going to be able to uh, knock off either of the Ravens or the Chiefs as far for AFC supremacy, but they're going to be up there, I think, by the end of the season. All right, 713-212-5790. The phone number, let's go to CJ on the southwest side. What's up, CJ? What's up, man? I was looking at this, and I've been thinking about it. And I was like, who can the Rockets get? And, you know, it's a name that a lot of people are not going to. Uh-oh. CJ? Oh. Are you okay, CJ? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my phone just connected because I got back in my car. I'm sorry. Okay, all good. <laughs> But, no, seriously, Nate McMillan would be a good coach. He always overachieves wherever he goes, and he's never had two real superstars to really just run with. Okay, thanks a lot, CJ. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a name that's going to be floated. Uh, I mean, Are they just going to flip coaches? D'Antoni, <laughs> Indiana, McMillan to Houston? Gosh, uh, I hope not. I mean... I wouldn't hate it. It wouldn't be my least favorite hire, I'll say that. 
It is I mean, does Nate McMillan really get you you fired up? No, no, no. But like of, been, of the other options, he's been completely average his entire time as a head coach, eh. and this is over like a fifteen year sample size or something at this point. I agree, but let's see his last four years in Indiana. Lost in the first round, lost in the first round, lost in the first round, lost in the first round. Three of those four years, they got swept. Hmm. Okay. I, okay. That that doesn't really excite me. I don't. I don't think the Nate McMillan hire is really getting the juices flowing. The guys. I, I don't think there's any names that like really. That's true. I mean, look, Jeff Van Gunny coming here. I would be very wary of that. It's a big name. It's a splashy hire. But is Jeff Van Gunny going to come in here and, and really turn this thing around and get the Rockets to the next level? I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to say that. And in, in many ways, we don't know. I'll tell you this: last time the Rockets made a coaching hire, his name was Mike D'Antoni, and I was like, oh, this guy's just here as a holdover spot. He'll be fired in two years. Well, I didn't know what the hell I was talking about because they won 55 games and very much over achieved with that roster that they had where it was James Harden and like the number two at that point was Ryan Anderson and Eric Gordon. I mean, it just wasn't a great team at that point. The uh, 16 and, and 2017 Rockets and then you had made the trade and got Chris Paul here and that's when the Rockets really elevated to the next level. So uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Nate McMillan name does not excite me, though. Let's go uh, keep going on the phone lines. A couple of you guys getting in on this Rockets hire. 713-212-5790. Let's go to uh, Wilson in the next uh, next on the phone lines. What's up? Oh, my, my, my cousin, I do call it. Hello? Wilson, what's up? Hello? Yeah. Wilson! Yeah! Yeah! Why nobody's talking about Mario Ellie? Mario Ellie? Yes. He hadn't been. He hasn't coached. He he hadn't been coaching for like five years. Yeah, but uh, hey, but hey, I like Van Gundy though. But I mean, nobody's mentioning his name. What do you guys think about him? All right, Wilson. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you getting in. Uh, Mario Eli is a name that come up for head coaching uh, jobs in like the last ten years. He's he was assistant for many years with the Magic, and I think the Spurs for years as well. So I mean, he's floated around as an assistant four or five times, and his name never really came up. And, and he's been out of the coaching game, at least according to the always reliable, okay, maybe sometimes unreliable Wikipedia page. He hasn't been coaching since 2016. So I I, I don't know. About him, uh, obviously, junkyard dog. Love him here in Houston, number seventeen champion, NBA champion, and all that stuff. But um, I don't know. It seems like he's been out of the coaching game for a little bit, so I, I don't know if that would factor in in far as far as this coaching search. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. Let's keep it going with a Ken in Bel Air. What's up, Ken? Hey Ross, how you doing? It's always good to hear you on the radio. I'm glad to do that. Um, I haven't listened to sports radio in months because there's been no reason to. Anyway, I just want to say and, and ask you as well, like all these people with these like Jeff Van Gundy's and Mario Elliott's, like think about what you can actually do with this roster because you brought up a very good point. Where we have no room to maneuver, Russell Westbrook, loving the death, cannot shoot, which is critical to an offense that relies on three-point shooting. So – I see us trending and treading water like we did in those Yao slash McGrady years. And I, my question, you know, again, is just actually I want to hear from you, Ross. Like, where are we going to go from here? Because there's just no room to maneuver anyway. I'm so glad you're on the radio. Love to hear your show. 
You guys stay safe out there. All right, thank you very much, Ken. Appreciate you getting in. Uh, you are clearly a person of good taste. Um, it, it, look, yeah, that's that's the thing it, is the maneuverability. The the I, I wouldn't be shocked. I guess we've been shocked with offseason trades a, lot, a couple of the last three years. The Chris Paul trade kind of came out of nowhere. The Russell Westbrook uh, trade certainly came out of nowhere as I was going up in the mountains as I heard about that one when Woj dropped that Woj bomb and it was just crazy. Uh, I, I just don't, the, the Rockets don't have a whole lot of first round picks to mortgage in any kind of trade where they're trying to get out of Russell Westbrook. And I mean, kind of think about his trade value and where it is right now. I don't know how high it is. I mean, maybe you can find one taker because Daryl Morey has been told that the Chris Paul tra- uh, contract was untradeable. He got rid of that. The Ryan Anderson contract, untradeable. He got rid of that. So, I mean, any if history has shown us anything, it's that you can trade anybody, uh, as, as Michael Corleone once said. I, I, I just... I feel like it's Eric Gordon that's getting moved. <sighs> yeah, but I'd rather have Russell. I, honestly, the guy can't shoot. I love Russ, but his he, his entire game is predicated on his athleticism. And he, he's going to, at some point, he's going to just completely fall off a hill. And, and I've made this comparison before, and I'm going to do it again. A guy who I remember who didn't have a great sh- jump shot, who was a volume shooter, who had all the heart in the world. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And he was a smaller guy and he just played way above his head for because he had such a great heart. Allen Iverson. And after Allen Iverson turned 32, he completely fell off of a cliff because he didn't have that elite athleticism to get to the basket and get open in the NBA game. And once Russell Westbrook loses that, what do you have here? Like, I feel like James Harden's going to get buckets until he's 50. He's like Dirk. Because, yeah, exactly. He's Dirk, like the guard version of Dirk. Dirk could get buckets until he was fit. Like he, Dirk was a very efficient scorer even into his later years. Kevin Durant is going to be able to score until he's 50. I don't feel that way about uh, uh, Russell Westbrook, and I didn't feel that way about Allen Iverson. I feel like those are guys who are their games are more predicated on their athleticism than anything else. And that's just going to be a steep fall off of a cliff at some point for him. And did we start to see it here in this series? Maybe. Was it how much of it was the quad injury? We don't know. Russell Westbrook mentioned in the postgame that he had had the quad injury, that he had also had the battle with COVID, and maybe he wasn't up to par and he, where he could have been. So uh, maybe you, you, run, you hashtag run it back, as the Rockets have done before. Or maybe it's time to move on. But then, where is the suitor going to come from? How are you going to match up all that money? And what are you getting in return? Those are all questions that remain it's to tough. be made. Or, yeah, or you're just going to have to run it back with Russell Westbrook and hope for the best. I don't know. All right, guys, uh, coming up in the next segment, a couple of you on hold one and talk with the head coach. Definitely want to get you on that. And also, uh, we will finally lay to rest the 2019 2019- 2020 Rockets. We're going to have the funeral. You want to get in. You want to say your piece. You want to say a few words about the Rockets and this tumultuous tumultuous season. We'll do that when we come back. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. We'll have the funeral for the Rockets next. Hey, it's James Harden. What a pass. 
What a finish. Listen to your home of the Rockets on your smart speaker. Just ask. Hey, Google, play Sports Talk 790 on iHeartRadio. That is something else, folks. Disturbing news out of Seattle. This would be, uh, hey, play that uh, play that Anchorman news bulletin thing that you have, Joe. This is because he's actually, this is very disturbing. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Yes. This is an urgent and horrifying news story. Uh, the Mariners were down 5-1 to one against the A's, and they rallied back and now won 6-5, to five, and now they are a single game. The Seattle Mariners are a single game behind the Astros in the AL West standings. Yikes. The Astros got a soft schedule coming up. If they don't make the playoffs, they will not have earned it, and they won't deserve to be in. But hopefully they can start turning it around because they just had a disastrous two-for-eight or two-for-nine road trip, whatever it was. Just terrible all around. Besides the comeback against Kenley Jansen on Saturday, that was nice. Everything else, not nice about that road trip. All right, 713-212-5790. If you want to get in, uh, we're going to lay to rest the 2019-2020 Rockets in just a moment. Uh, In the meantime, let's get to James in the Heights. want to talk some Rockets. What's up, James? Hey, guys. You know, I know that he's got a good thing going on over at U of H, but is Kelvin Sampson a possibility, and would he even be a good head coach in in the NBA? All right, thanks a lot, James. Appreciate you. Yeah, that's a, that's another name that has been floated. And I got no issues with Kelvin Sampson being the next uh, head coach for the Houston Rockets. He's got NBA experience. A lot of that was when he was expelled from college and he couldn't have a job there, so he was a defensive assistant for the thanks, Rockets Eric briefly. Gordon. Yeah, thanks, EG. But he's got a relationship with uh, James Harden, obviously previously, and, and so uh, I would I, I would applaud. And on the other uh, side, Kelvin of it, Sampson hire he defensive minded coach. Kelvin wouldn't have a problem with taking him away from U of H if he's the one that and, gets him. Well, and U of H is okay with it because they've already hired his son as the coach in waiting. That's so true. It also kind of gives Kelvin like, well, I don't really want to leave yet, but I can go coach the Rockets and my son can also still be in Houston and now be the head coach of the U of H Cougars. It, what's the buy? What if he pays a buyout? He pays it to himself, right? I, what, yeah, Tillman. What, yeah, like what's the what's Kelvin Sampson's buyout? And does Tillman just write himself a check? I think they would How just does let that him work go. out. They would just let him go. Yeah, he would just really get released from his deal, and and then but I mean U of H would need that money. Yeah, I don't know. It's very very confusing times. All right, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, it is time, folks. Somber moments here on on the nightcap. <sighs> Welcome all of you. Appreciate you coming here on this sad occasion. If you want to get in, 713-212-5790. We must lay to rest the 2019-2020 Houston Rockets. You know, the season started off with so much promise. You trade for Russell Westbrook. You got the two, the Brody and the Beard back together. And you start off the season... James Harden's dropping 50, it seems like, every single night. Dropped 60 against the Atlanta Hawks when they won by 40 freaking seven. And, and then, you know what? He fell on hard times. But you know what happens when, when you fall on hard times? Your brother picks you back up. And that's what happened with Russell Westbrook. He started to turn it around. He went 0 of 8 from 3 on Christmas, and he said, you know what? I will not take another 3. He did not do that. Well, he took him, but at a much lower clip. 
They started to turn it around. They went full small ball against the Lakers with Robert Covington. They won that night on TNT when they were called munchkins and midgets. And everyone was making fun of them. And Bleacher Report had them as the 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 talentless nerdlucks in, in Space Jam. They won that game. And it looked like everything was going to be okay. And then there was a pandemic. And then the bubble happened. And then you get that first round series against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And things just didn't go your way for some of that series. But at the end, James Harden checked in with eight minutes to go in game seven. He scored or assisted the final 13 points. He had a huge block over one of the greatest offensive superstars of our time in Lou Gens Dort. The Rockets advanced. They advanced to play the Los Angeles Lakers and at full strength, with a full head of steam, they defeated the Lakers 112-97 in that first game. And that's when the wheels completely fell off. Daniel House Jr. got really horny in the bubble and he had to slay out some sort of COVID-administering doctor or nurse. We don't know. Will we ever get pictures of her? I certainly hope so at some point. I hope it was worth it, Daniel House. You went down. The Rockets played poorly. James Harden shot 2 of 11 in Game 4. And now we come to you, folks, in this time to lay these Rockets to rest. I say our final piece. Thank you, James Harden, for being one of the most devastating offensive weapons of all time. Thank you, Mike D'Antoni, for being the winningest coach as far as winning percentage in Rockets history. Reverse shout out to Daniel House for not being able to keep it in his pants in the bubble. Thank you to PJ Tucker for being the six foot five, do everything center, the quarterback of the defense, knocking down corner threes. Sure, some of them shot flat and hit the front of the rim and you thought it was gonna get caved in. But at the end of the day, PJ Tucker, we thank you. I'm getting a little choked up, Joe. You want to step up and say a few words? Yeah, Ross, uh, I do. I I was told not to say anything negative about someone at their funeral, so... Oh, jeez. I'm just going to make sure to keep it positive today. Thank you. Thank you, Houston Rockets, for getting rid of your the Chinese-lettered city jerseys and getting jerseys that ap- actually represent the great city of Houston. China. It was nice to buy one of those. Yes. If you trade Russell Westbrook, though, I'd like a refund. Oof. Aren't they? Doesn't uh, who is it? Visa or somebody that's offering refunds? That's only if someone goes to jail. Oh. Actually, I don't know if that's how it works, but Uh-oh. that's how most teams do it. Hold on, I tried to Google Jersey refunds, and I've got New York, New Jersey tax info. I think that's wrong. Oh yeah. I uh, thank you for keeping me entertained for the most part. It was a fun season. Yes. It wasn't pretty all the time. It wasn't. It was quite ugly a lot. A lot of the time. A lot of highs and lows. Yes. A lot of a lot of win streaks and lose streaks. Hmm. Very up and down. A roller coaster of a season in it many really ways. It really was. It was a wild ride. Yes. Uh, thank you, Tyson Chandler, for showing what a good cheerleader is really supposed to look Tyson like. Tyson Chandler, one of the greatest Rockets bench cheerleaders of all time. Thank you, Isaiah Hartenstein, for being willing to get cut and resign <laughs> to the team so much. <laughs> 
trying to keep track of your status was yes. a real joy this season. Uh, he should have a lot of miles on whatever whatever airline has direct flights from yep. here to, to McAllen, Texas. He should have a lot of miles. And lastly, thank you for giving me a real basketball team to root for. Hmm. Because oh, yes. where I'm from, that basketball team sucks. Yes. So thank you for not totally sucking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. If you would like to step forward and say a few words about the Houston Rockets, we can do it in the next segment. 713-212-5790. We'll be back with a little choked up. We'll come back and uh, wrap up the, the nightcap here on Sports Talk 790. It's live and local. It's uncut and unbiased. It's Sports Talk 790. The best coverage of your teams continues. Final segment. Oh, the nightcap. You want to get in? 713-212-5790 is a phone number. Talking uh, well, heavy on the Rockets in the, in the beginning of the show. As you know what? They're the only ones right now looking for a head coach. Mike D'Antoni informed them over the weekend that he is a free agent and he will not be returning to the Houston Rockets. That broken by Adrian Wojnarowski. And now after the loss in the second round, after losing in the second round last year to the Golden State Warriors, losing in the Western Finals before that, and then in 17, that was the semis against the Spurs, right? Where James Harden played so bad we thought he literally had a brain injury. So that was fun. Uh, but four years of D'Antoni, good, not great. Wish him the best. Thought he was a good coach. Of course, there were a couple of complaints here and there, probably mostly from me, is that he just completely was uh, uncompromising in his rotation and, and who the guys he was going to play and who he wasn't going to play. And and he's just an old, salty veteran coach. says, I don't trust you. I'm not playing you. And you, you kind of get that. But I felt like it hurt the Rockets in many ways, certainly in the long term with minutes played and things like that, where James Harden would wear down in the playoffs. and uh, But at the end of the day, Mike D'Antoni, good coach, wishing the best wherever he may land. I know he's going to be in a spot where he's going to be making the playoffs because he's just going to be highly sought after. He's a really good NBA coach. 713-212-5790. Somebody who uh, I wouldn't necessarily call good at, at their job as Mike D'Antoni is. Uh, Bill O'Brien spoke to the media today talking about uh, a number of things. Of course, the Texans... Uh, getting beat 34 to 20 by the Kansas City Chiefs on opening night. Bill O'Brien has been trying to sell everybody up the river that it was uh, it was a building experience and they moved the ball at the end and and they've got a lot to build on from the fourth quarter of that game. Okay, Bill, if you want to sell that, I'm not buying it, but probably uh, Texans Kool Aid drinkers will be able to. But uh, he spoke to the media, talked a number of things. Uh, first of all, I did mention earlier on the Ravens. And they are scaring the hell out of me. We'll get to that in a second. But talking about the run defense, which was very poor for the Texans on Thursday. I think we just we just need to do everybody just got to do their job better. I think that, um, you know, in the, every offense is different, John. So, you know, with what the Chiefs were doing, <clears throat> you know, it was different than what the Ravens are going to do. And But it still comes down to, you know, playing your gap and doing what you're doing, what the call dictates you to do. And then you got to make the tackle. We missed too many tackles. We missed 20 tackles in a game, which the Chiefs missed tackles too, but not as many as as we did. So in the end, we have to tackle better. We have to play our gap better. And we just need to do uh, a more consistent, better job at, at uh, defending the run. Yeah, you're going to have to tackle better. 
Uh, well, at least it's going to get a lot easier with Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, and Lamar Jackson. You know, really easy guys to tackle. No, probably not. Uh, I'm worried about this team. I, look, I'm not. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that because coming into this series, did anybody pick the Texans to even have a 500 record in their first four games? Probably not, right? I have Chiefs, not one and three. Chiefs, Ravens, Vikings. Maybe two and two. The Vikings look Steelers beatable. Uh, yeah, the Steelers aren't playing very well, but I, I think they're going to – I still am very scared of what they're going to be able to do. It's the second quarter of this game. We'll see if they're able to turn it around. I'm still really scared of them. Uh, what, what the, the spread is six and a half in this game this weekend. I'll be uh, placing uh... – Wager on the Ravens. I mean, isn't the entire world going to be betting on the Ravens to cover that? Yeah, but like 90% of people bet on the Steelers to cover seven points tonight, oh, and well. they look awful. They look, yeah, so early. what that means, if everyone on the public is on one side, you should take the other, right? Yeah, well, depends. That's where the yeah, value the heavy, is. Pu- heavy, heavy public money definitely can can come back to bite you. Uh, I don't know. But here's what uh, Bill O'Brien has to say about the challenge of preparing for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, these offenses are very unique, um, you know, just, you know, in many ways, like our offense, you know, you have to, the, the Ravens offense is very different than the Chiefs. There's absolutely no comparison to what they do. They, they, uh, they just use different personnel. They run, you know, totally different types of plays. Um, uh, you know, Lamar's excellent player, Ingram, the back, I mean, Hollywood Brown, the tight ends, you know, they've got a lot of weapons, good offensive line. So like I said, we're going to have to have a great week. Our, our, our scout team's going to have to do a great job of giving a really good look. And, um, you know, we're going to really have to, you know, play a very disciplined game. We weren't, we weren't, uh, disciplined enough on offense, excuse me, on defense, um, on Thursday night, we have to be more disciplined and, and play a more disciplined game. There you go. They're going to have to play discipline. They're going to have to tackle. They're going to have to play their gaps. I, I think they're also going to have to pray and hope for some sort of miracle or major injury to Lamar Jackson. Uh, by the way, bad news for you there, Joe. Uh, touchdown, New York Giants. They now lead 10-7 to to Darius Slayton. A, very, a deep pass to Darius Slayton. I'm just watching Joe's face sink. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but anyways, on the Texans side... I, if, it is what it is. Good thing I won a bunch of money yesterday because of DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh, would you have the over on his? Uh, I, took the, I took the Cardinals plus six and a half yesterday. Cardinals plus six and a half. What was the, what was the prop for DeAndre Hopkins catches? It probably I don't was know. like I seven or eight and a half. It. Whatever it was, he blew it out of the water. Fourteen catches on sixteen targets for him. You know they're gonna start five and zero. Oh. The Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I'll bet the under on that. Who are, their, who are their next four opponents? I'm uh, sure you've looked at it because you brought this up. I did. I'm pulling it up right here. Okay, so I can pull up the check. next opponents for the Cardinals. And okay. I guess the football team. Washington football team actually looked pretty good. Or the Eagles that bad again. Well, they had three offensive linemen out. I so uh, they can't stay healthy. They, and then they, the, yeah, the Eagles have issues. The Detroit Lions. The Lions are a DeAndre Swift catch away from being 1 0. I know. Joe. And then the Carolina Panthers. Panthers looked okay. And they then, lose to the Raiders. They they give look okay. Go ahead. And then the J E T S Jets. Now that's a win. Jets. All right, I'll bet I'll, I'll bet against you on the uh, they go four and zero in that stretch. Well, I can't do that. I can't leave myself no wiggle room. <laughs> so I'll take the over. How about this? What about, if they what, go, how about this? I'll go I under over three two and, and one. Half. No, well, let's just do over three. That way, if we push three on one, nobody owes anybody anything. Sure. What do you want to do? Uh, Six pack? McDonald's lunch? McDonald's lunch? 
What about that Chinese place we like? Oh, Foo's Garden. Well, no, sorry, no free plugs. Uh, no, we just plugged two restaurants. Uh, yeah, okay. That, right. got, that ups the ante a little bit. All right. That place is not ex- for lunch, though. The lunch, the yeah, lunch, lunch, deal's lunch menu's good. Yes, the lunch menu's cheaper. All right. All right, bet's locked in. I need them to go two and two or worse, and you have to have them go four and four, right? Deal. Deal. Okay. Okay. Locked. That's locked in. It's locked in. Joe George loves the Arizona Cardinals. Loves. Kyler Murray looked good. Man. And Kyler, 13 carries for 91 yards, and I was mentioning this earlier today. So of those 13 carries, 12 of them either went into the end zone or out of bounds, and then the other, or, or he slid, and then the other one was he got pulled down by his jersey. Like, he didn't take any big hits the whole no, game. If he can He's do so that, wily. If he can do that consistently, he can be a consistent runner permanently. Like, that's the difference mm-hmm. between guys like him and Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton is and Michael Vick. Michael Vick was not intelligent enough to slide like and he admits that now like he just didn't know how to slide he didn't know how to they brought in coaches from the atlanta braves to teach him how to slide really oh yeah and like kyler bobby cox was teaching teaching michael vick how to slide i think it was whoever the third base coach was (laughs) at the time i kind of like imagine it's chipper jones though yeah that'd be cool like chipper working with michael vick or andrew jones well i don't know if he was there when vick was i'm not sure he was much of a slider not (laughs) he was more of like run over the wall But I mean, I don't, like if they can do Lamar that, Jackson doesn't take a lot of big hits either. And Cam Newton, I mean, he's had injuries, but it's been shoulder and the the least franc yeah. injury is what he had in his foot. So I mean, those can happen. That happened to Matt freaking Schaub. So Liz Franc injury can happen to just about anybody. But yeah, something to keep an eye on. If Kyler Murray, he's kind of small, slight of build, but he is so quick and fast. If he can stay upright, Cardinals are gonna be pretty good. Especially uh, that DeAndre Hopkins guy. Breaking news. Looks like he's Real pretty good. good. He's pretty good at being a wide receiver. Who would have known? Texans could use a guy like Who'd that. Thought? Yeah, he looks like he would be at least worth a first rounder in a, in a trade. But what do I know? Maybe two. All right. That's going to be it for the nightcap here on Sports Talk 790. My name is Ross Villarreal. Thanks very much to all of you for listening, calling, tweeting, being involved in the show in any way. Thanks to Joe George. Doing a great job as always. Coming up next, it's the Houston Cougar Magazine. Thing show it's a it's a it's all things Cougs with Matt Thomas coming up here on Sports Talk 790. Don't miss it. It's coming up right now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.